So um, in a book called Nazm al-Mutanathira min hadith al-Mutawatir which is a, a, a book by uh, Muhammad ibn Jafar al-Kattani a Moroccan uh, scholar of hadith from the famous Kattani family he passed away in 1927 I believe um, and he, uh, in his introduction to this work, Nazm al Mutanathira, he, he, he mentioned something uh, uh, that is uh, quite interesting, which I thought I'd share with you, uh, with regards to uh, the virtue and the reward of uh, involving yourself in the study of hadith. He writes, فَإِنْ عِلْمُ الْحَدِيثِ شَرِيفًا that verily the, uh, the ilm of hadith, the noble hadith, is a, a very noble uh, uh, alum, is a very noble uh, uh, branch of uh, Islamic study. And whoever has given it, uh, and he has been given a great khair, a great goodness indeed. And then he quotes uh, Sufyan Thawri, uh, the famous uh, Kufan uh, uh, hadithist and muhaddith, uh, who I understand passed away in the late who, uh, one, 161, I believe, Hijri. Uh, I, and he quotes him, Ruya and Sufyan Thawri, Kama Dhaqarna ibn Salah. So, uh, and he, he indicates that this is in a book called uh, The Muqaddimah of Ibn Salah, which is a very famous book on Hadith terminology and a very seminal work, which we will cover in, inshallah, in future episodes. Uh, he mentions that Ibn Salah fil Muqaddimah, Alum al Hadith, that's the name of the book, Lahu Qal, Ma a'lamu amla al Afdala min Talab al Hadith. لِمَنْ أَرَادَ بِاللَّهِ أَزَّ وَأَجَلُ So Ibn Salah, he quotes Sufyan Thawri as saying that he does not know of any uh, action uh, which is greater than the seeking of hadith for one who desires Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Qala Ibn Salah, so Ibn Salah further mentions وَرَوَيْنَا نَحْنُ أَنْ Abdullah ibn Mubarak, another very famous hadith narrator, he quotes Abdullah ibn Mubarak as, as وَمَعَانِي بِنْ عُمَرَ قَالْ كَتَبَهُ الْحَدِيثِ وَاهِدْ That the writing of one hadith, أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ is more beloved to me than من صلاة الليل than the night prayer. So I thought I'd share this interesting snippet uh, from... Uh, the introduction of this uh, famous collection of Mutawatir Hadith. Hello. Uh, today I wanted to talk about a concept called the Zakat of Hadith. And this is something that I've heard from my teachers and also read in uh, many books. So I thought it'd be a good thing to share this concept of uh, zakat we're normally used to uh, the concept of zakat being for 
our wealth and it being the pillar of Islam. Uh, but in terms of uh, the hadith, uh, there is this concept, uh, all, albeit not well known maybe, uh, uh, amongst uh, students and, 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 and uh, people who study hadith. Uh, but I, uh, I thought today I'd, I'd uh, transmit what I uh, have found and, 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 and learned from my teachers. And I think it's an important uh, concept this uh, uh this concept of zakat of hadith and so what we have is some scholars they would consider uh, acting upon the knowledge that is contained within a hadith as zakat of that hadith and that they would say that you have to pay the zakat of hadith and so there's a famous uh, uh, uh scholar uh, uh, of baghdad his name was bishr ibn harith and the story goes that uh, uh, there was uh, a student called Qasim ibn Ismail and they arrived in Baghdad and they went to uh, Bishr ibn Harith and when Bishr ibn Harith rahimullah, came out of his house they said to him that uh, uh, you know uh, oh, oh Abu Nasr that was his gunya, his uh, appellation narrate hadith to us he, Bishr ibn Harith, who was, uh, you know, a very big scholar of uh, Baghdad, he was at the time of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, and we can consider that Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal was one of his students. And uh, he said to to them, to these students, "Do you pay zakat of hadith?" فَقَالُوا أَتُؤْتُونَ زَكَاتِ الْحَدِيثِ قَالَ قُلْنَا يَا أَبَا نَصْرٍ وَالْحَدِيثُ زَكَاتٍ They said, "Oh." Abu Nasr, is there zakat of hadith? Qala, he said, naam, yes there is. Iza sami'tu amlan, aw salatan, aw tasbihan, ista'maluhu. That if you hear of virtue in that hadith, for example, an action or salah, uh, or a tasbih, or a dhikr, then ista'maluhu, then act upon it. So this is um, uh, the saying of Bishr bin Harith. And it's something for us to reflect on. That there is one level in which we read hadith, we narrate hadith, we study hadith, but the end goal really should be to give the zakat of that hadith, i.e. to act upon the contents of that hadith. And that is a challenge in its own right. And um, I remember flicking through my notebooks quite recently and I saw a, a faded out quote in my own handwriting that one of my teachers narrated to us that Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, who was very close to Bishan ibn Harith, he said something very similar, saying that for, uh, I can't remember the exact words of the quote, but for every uh, 40 hadith, you should try and act on at least five. So this uh, concept of uh, narrating and relating hadith is important, but also the content of the hadith is important knowing what the sunnah and ultimately what the will of uh, Allah and his messenger is with regards to our lives. Uh, anyway, coming back to Bishr ibn Harith, uh, this, this quote is in a book called Mukhtasar al-Tariq al-Dimishq uh, by Abu Manzoor uh, and he, uh, he, I think he edited it and it's under the heading of uh, Bishr ibn Harith 
uh, volume 2 page 179 hello um, today I wanted to talk about um, engaging with the Hadith tradition um, in our last episode we spoke about the concept of the zakat of Hadith and therefore the importance of uh, acting on the knowledge that we acquire um, but what I wanted to, to speak about today was the process of engaging in, in reading hadith and studying hadith, what I call the two ways. The first is the academic approach to hadith, and the second day is the importance of adab. And so we need to uh, understand that uh, being uh, academic is not alien to the Islamic tradition. Studying and education is not uh, uh, an athema to Islamic study and, and practice in Islam. You know, many of the great scholars of Islam were uh, very serious academics and, and very precise in the works that they created and how they uh, dealt with uh, topics and developed fields of uh, the Quran and the Ahadith sciences as well as um, theoretical sciences such as Asul al-Hadith and Asul al-Fiqh. So um, academia is not a, 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 an alien concept to Islam and in particular not alien to uh, Islamic uh, knowledge and its acquisition. The most important thing though is that this acquisition of uh, sacred knowledge and its study has to be uh, not only something that is uh, academic, but it has to be infused with a, a degree of spirituality. It, it, and that is what separates the academic study in the Islamic tradition from, let's say, Western uh, uh, scholarship. The Islamic scholarship is based with and infused with an aroma of spirituality, of a desire to uh, ascertain the truth and an understanding that one wants to acquire the truth uh, of what is required by Allah and his messenger to, to please them and to journey on to the akhirat. I understanding that there is a metaphysical element to the, the knowledge that we are trying to gain. And in reality, we are trying to gain ilm to do amal, to do action. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an mentions the word amal again and again and again. That is the currency of the akhirat, is the currency of the Day of Judgment, is the currency uh, that we will uh, approach our Lord with. Well, the most important thing is, is that when we study this word, we notice that there is an attribution generally attached to this word, a description, an adjective, and that is being salih. It has to be an action which is good, excellent. It has to be infused with those qualities. And the beginning of that is ikhlas, being sincere. So we do study academically, we do study with a critical eye, but we also do that studying with criticality, but also with uh, an infusion of respect and tolerance and understanding. And we see that throughout Hadith study works, and especially uh, in the uh, genre 
of the terminologies of hadith where you often find sections devoted to the the character of students the character of the uh, teacher of hadith and the etiquettes that they must both show towards this sacred science and that is something that's very very important to understand that we need to reflect on not only the academic study but uh, ensure that we are doing it for the right reason and that we have sincerity and we are uh, academically true uh, and objective about what we are reading what we are studying uh, when we approach in particular the uh, field of hadith which is a, a vast science and as i've mentioned before that the field of hadith is generally considered a ijtihadi science that one scholar uh, may have a particular view uh, on a hadith uh, and may uh, completely disagree with another scholar we may find a, a scholar right that he cannot uh, find a particular hadith where another scholar may have hundreds of references to that hadith so we are tolerant and respectful and we always uh, approach the reading of hadith and the reading of the commentaries of hadith and opinions with the utmost respect uh, and the dignity that uh, this sacred tradition uh, demands uh, and uh, it's important to understand uh, that we are uh, individuals as students uh, who are blessed uh, uh, and uh, we have to be able to project uh, a degree of not only competency in understanding hadith and its relative sciences but also to call people towards understanding the beautiful sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and making uh, people uh, be attracted and, and 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 come to this source of guidance uh, which is uh, there to benefit all of uh, mankind so um there's a book by al khatib al-baghdadi who um was a major uh, scholar in the uh, uh, in the history of Islam and especially amongst the muhaddithin he died in 463 hijri equating to 1071 and he wrote a, a book called sharf al ashab al hadith you know the the uh, eminence and preeminence of uh, the people who busy themselves uh, with hadith and the first hadith in his collection is uh, regarding narrating uh, and promulgating the messenger the message from the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but with a caveat which is really quite pertinent today for us especially in the world of social media uh, and uh, internet and google based uh, promulgation and spread of uh, information. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, Qawlahu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ballighu, Ballighu anni walaw aya, Wahaddithu anni, Wala taqthibu alayya. So he sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, Convey from me, even if it is one verse, Narrate from me, but do not lie upon me. 
So this is encouragement for us to first learn about what the Prophet ﷺ came with, learn about his hadith, uh, learn about the history of hadith, uh, and then to promote this and promote and spread this message, but with the caveat of, that do not lie upon the Prophet ﷺ. So it's an important lesson for us that we should get involved in learning the sunnah, learning hadith, learning the sciences of hadith, who were the people of hadith, learning the pivotal role that hadith plays with the Quran and therefore fiqh and the other sciences and calling people to this beautiful message and this beautiful science uh, and being very careful not to misunderstand the words of the Prophet ﷺ, not to misquote them uh, because the uh, the outcome is severe, I, the spread of misinformation, but also the divine punishment that that would have attracted if done knowingly. So the students and scholars of hadith are very particular in this, and this is where the science of hadith was born out of the uh, dire necessity to verify. Uh, and to scrupulously examine what someone is saying about the Prophet ﷺ because of the statement وَلَا تَكْثِبُوا عَلَيَّ Do not lie upon me So uh, it's a very noble thing to learn a hadith uh, and to study it, to call to it uh, but it's also very very important that uh, there is a degree of scepticism and understanding where information has come from who has narrated it, why they have narrated it. And so this is one of the hallmark features of students of hadith and scholars of hadith that where that there is this careful uh, attitude uh, towards uh, the dissemination of information, especially hadith in particular when it's, uh, when it's allied to the fact that we're saying that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said this. It's very important to look at the references, the source of information before we say that.